0: I love Christmas because Christmas transports me back to a place, back to my childhood. It takes me back to a world where my imagination runs free and where troubles and cares are absent. It takes me back to a time when Santa flew between two old rickety houses as we walked the parks of South Wales, where he was ready to greet us at each location, where the reindeer bells and the smells of warm mince pies meant the Santa was really on his way. When I was about 13, I went on a holiday to Finland, uh, and we went north into the Arctic Circle. And um, our friends who were there decided they would take their kid on a journey. And so as it pulled outside the hotel, they jumped aboard the sleigh and it jetted off under the night sky, under the dim northern lights, to see Santa. When they arrived, they trundled into the little log cabin where Mrs. Claus was busy preparing the house special, Ginger Biscuits. They looked around where Santa and his elves were making the toys. Everything was ordered. Everything was magical. It was like a scene from the movies, and it came close to the end of their visit, and as the children sat around the fire, with Santa in his armchair, he turned to his green chest of drawers and pulled out the Christmas notes that the children had written to him that year. As they returned back to the hotel on the sleigh, their eyes were lit up with glee as they recounted the adventures of that day. Fully immersed in the awe and wonder of Christmas, everything was ordered. Everything was magical, like a scene from the movies. In my family in Cardiff, uh, that film starts Christmas for us. We all sit round in front of the log fire and we watch Blackadder's Christmas Carol. And for us, that moment when that moment has finished, Christmas has begun. But looking past the comedy of of Rowan Atkinson and And uh, Tony Robinson. And past the idyllic movie scene that I've just portrayed to you. Baldrick in his terrible handwriting and spelling. There's actually on earth something fascinating about Christmas. A very messy Christmas. This year, more than ever that I can remember before, this world lies in a deep mess. This world feels as though it is falling apart at the seams. As I reflected back on the year 2015, I'm sure that I in some senses I will remember this year for the atrocities that have taken place. I'm sure for this 2015 I'll remember the atrocities that have taken place far away and closer to home. As I survey the mess that we find ourselves in, I ask myself, where is the place for Jesus this Christmas? Much closer to home, for many individuals, this Christmas will be messy. This Christmas, some people will live in fear of others. Others may find themselves wrapped up in debt. Some family life may have broken down. For others, they may feel anxious. For some, they may feel as though there's no hope. For some, may be out without a home. For these people, I ask, where is the place for Jesus in this mess? I work for an organisation called Alpha, and I head up their prisons work here in the UK. And uh, I know for many people in prison this Christmas, it will be messy. And so for these people, I've asked the question, where is the place for Jesus in this mess? As I look back, and as I look forward, I, I see mess. Where is the place for Jesus in this mess? Amongst my of friends, there's a number of primary teachers and children's workers. And I know that for many of them, this time brings a unique challenge, right? The Christmas nativity. Right, I know deep down they are desperate for the most smooth-running, clinically precise performance. Any improvement on last year's theatrical shambles. They're, they're really yearning for that Oscar-winning, precise performance from Mary that will put most actors on casualty to shame. But I hate to break it to you, friends. The Nativity, the birth of Jesus, was messy. In fact, the birth of Jesus resembled the utter chaos that most primary school teachers are trying to avoid to want to put on that show stopping performance. To start off, you have the whole mess of the situation. God sends an angel to Mary and says, Don't be afraid, but you're going to have a kid. And he's going to be the king. But Mary isn't married. Does her Joseph call off the wedding? Does he, does he minimise the embarrassment? An angel appears to Joseph in a dream and yet again says, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because the child within her is from the Holy Spirit. This looks like a messy situation. And then you've got birth. Ladies and gents, I had to do very little, little internet research to find that for just two US dollars, right, you can... By Nativity Straw, right? Let me give you the product description for Nativity Straw, right? Floracraft Nativity Straw in a four-ounce bag is the finest material in natural fibres to enhance any project or nativity arrangement. Right. Now I'd love to think that it was Floracraft's nativity straw that greeted Jesus on his arrival, that Joseph had like a hobbycraft's finest, that he'd, he'd pulled the crib together with a bit of a sort of tissue paper and woven a headrest out of oversized pipe cleaners. But they were placed in the stable. Dirty. Cold. Messy. And then you have the well-wishers, right? And our involvement in the Christmas story has really done nothing for our idea of the Christmas story. We have this idea that the shepherds were a bunch of geriatric men with Morrison's Valley tea towels with bits of off-cut elastic from Mum's sewing box holding them together. Scholars believe that the shepherds were probably 13, 14 years old. Mere teenagers, they're on the side of a hill, right? And they're faced with a decision. This angel comes down and says, do not be afraid, but we want, I want you to go and visit the king, right? And they've got a choice. Do so they stay on the hillside where, where their sheep are safe? Or do they up sticks and go and see the baby? Leaving their sheep, to either be eaten or get lost. A messy situation. They decide to up sticks, muddling through the mess to find Jesus. Then you have the wise men. They're following the stars of the baby Jesus, right? They rock up at the palace of Herod, announcing that they've come to worship the king. And Herod, on hearing this, sends them out to find where the baby is with the excuse that he will go and worship them. But actually, all he wants to do is to kill that baby. They turn up to worship him with their gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And an angel appears to them and says, do not be afraid. But don't go back to Herod. It's a messy situation. And so the birth of this baby over 2,000 years ago was not the seamless Christmas story that we have come to know and love. Where everyone makes their entrance and exit at the right time. Where everyone has their gifts wrapped three weeks in advance. Where the song lyrics, nobody forgets them. And where cleanliness and godliness go hand in hand. It's one messy situation. Yet amongst the utter chaos and confusion of the Christmas story, Jesus entered into a world of mess to bring hope. Jesus was not born into money or class, nor was he born into status or opportunity, but born into mess. That he might know our suffering, that he might know our pain, that he might experience the mess of this world To relate to us. In the book of Isaiah, in the Bible, written around 400 years before Jesus was born, it says this The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Those living in the land of the darkness, a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, The mighty God The everlasting Father The Prince of Peace It strikes me that we are in need In desperate need of a great light In this dark world I see a place for a mighty God An everlasting Father I see a need for a government to sit upon his righteous shoulders And I see so much need for a Prince of Peace In a war-torn world In the clip earlier, Baldrick managed to spell Christmas completely wrong. Not even one letter correct. But what Baldrick completely missed out was the heart of Christmas. Christ. This Christmas, with Christ at the centre, there is hope. There is hope for a messy world and hope for a broken people. Friends, I want to tell you, whatever is happening in your life right now, Whether things are going brilliantly or whether they're not. Whether things look a bit messy this Christmas, that Jesus came, named Emmanuel, God with us. God with us in the good times and God with us in the mess. God with us in the good times and God with us in the mess. In Jesus we find a hope that things can be different. We find a hope that God has a plan for this earth. We find that he will come and make things new. We find a God who didn't remain in heaven, but yet came down to earth to walk by us and to say, don't be afraid. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. That fills me with great hope this Christmas time. That all oppression in his name shall cease. So what might our response this Christmas be? As I thought over what our response might be, I could sum it up no better than the last verse of my Favourite Christmas Carol. And as I walked through York City Centre this week, the Sally Army band were, were playing, and I was actually moved. Uh, I, I'm not generally one who was close to tears, but I, but I was. The line, the last verse, from In the Bleak Midwinter. Yet, what can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part, yet what can I give him? Give my heart. This is what Jesus asks of us. In the nativity we don't see a standard that we must match up to. We don't see a set of expectations that we must fulfil, though an expectation we must be free from mess this Christmas. We see a God who created us and loves us for who we are. A God who meets us where we are. A God named Emmanuel who is with us. Saying, don't be afraid. I'm with you in this mess. I want to show you a video before I wrap up. And uh, it's done by one of my cousins. You'll definitely hear the Welsh connection. It's called Four Words, Four Stories. And um, it says everything that I've tried to say in 15 minutes in about three. Um, And then we're going to respond. I'm going to do a response. But uh, four words, four stories. Four separate stories intrinsically woven. As you can see, we're cousins and we also share t-shirts by the looks of things. (laughs) Do not be afraid. God meets us in the mess, Where we're at. Because he loves each one. Us today, we'd love you to. We'd love to join you in your prayers. We believe that there's four different ways that people may want to respond today. There'll be a tea, uh, myself. We're going to be over in that corner there. And um, today, if there's something, if there's a part of your life that is holding you back, perhaps it's something that you have. Um, You've come with uh, today something you're afraid of, something that um, is going in on your life, something you're finding tough. Well, you don't have to tell us. We'd love to join you in your prayers. We passionately, passionately believe in a God that transforms lives. Secondly, we'd love to pray with you. If you know this Christmas is going to be messy, you're fearful that this Christmas things are going to be messy. If there's a particular aspect that's going to be a challenge, again, you don't have to tell us. What it is, but we'd love to join you in your prayers. We passionately, passionately believe in a God that transforms situations. Thirdly, if you know you want to respond, but you're not sure how, nothing jumps out, then we'd love to pray that prayer of Isaiah with you that a light will dawn in your life this Christmas. The light will dawn in your life this Christmas, because we passionately passionately believe in a God that meets us where we're at and finally if today it's the first time that you have heard and come to know that Jesus loves you and that he died for you and you want to give your life to follow him then we'd love to pray with you we'd love to start that journey what's in Jesus' birth does hold eternal worth and um, the band are going to play uh, some form of a response song, I guess you'd call it. Um, it's one of my, it is probably along with him and me going to my favourite cowl, Oh Holy Night. And um, we love to pray with you. We're not going to ask you necessarily what it is you don't have to tell us, but we love to join you in your prayers. This Christmas, even though there is mess, that God says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. If you come with a friend and you want to bring them with you, If you want to come in pairs, come in threes, come in tribes, come Come and pray with us. um, God is with us. God is born in the mess. Emmanuel, God with us.